All right, funny little side note before we start this podcast. I'm in Kiev, Ukraine, and I went to a park to record this podcast, which I maybe will call Lee with the Tree. I'm sitting with a really nice tree right now. And it took me three tries to record the story the way I wanted to. And I was really, really happy with the finished product. And as I was walking back to my hostel to make breakfast, the app crashed and all of my work was gone. I was fucking pissed off. And as I go to make my breakfast, there's a little kid in the hostel running around and he's really fucking pissing me off. And I usually love kids. There's this other British dude having a phone call and he's kind of pissing me off too. And I'm just sitting there noticing, wow, I'm upset internally and that reflection is showing in everything around me. It's a reminder that when you get knocked off your balance, at least for me, I find it important to go relax, just breathe a little bit, get calm, and then go back into life because otherwise you're going to hate everything. All right, so let's try this again. I wanted to tell a story about my trip in Leipzig. So I was staying in Berlin for about three weeks before going to my brother's wedding in Poland. The wedding was phenomenal, by the way. On the way to Poland, I wanted to stop by Leipzig and Dresden, see some smaller cities in Germany, and also I was hoping that maybe I would be able to experience a techno party in these cities. Sure enough, there was a proper party lined up, perfect timing in Leipzig. It's the Stillvor Talent, probably saying that wrong, open air party with Ein Music, Oliver Koletsky, and another DJ whose name I don't remember. I'm sorry about that. So this party, I was leaving Berlin on Sunday, and the party was on Sunday. I was going to get to my hostel, drop off my luggage, and go right to the party. I had a little bit of acid, LSD, left over from a festival that I attended a few weeks earlier, and I intended to take some of it for this party. I was gonna take half a tab, which is enough for me to really feel it, but still be here on Earth. And on this day, I wanted to take this acid a little bit earlier. I wanted to feel the effects of it before I got to the party. Let me explain. If you've ever taken mind-altering substances, I find that the environment that I'm in has a huge impact on the feeling that I have. For example, if I'm at a crazy party and a lot of people are drunk and high and I smoke a joint, yeah, I'm probably going to feel pretty high, but relative to everyone around me, it's not that big of a deal. Whereas if I smoke a joint and go to a really quiet, calm library, I really feel high. And sometimes it's even a little, uh, brings in a little bit of paranoia, but eh, sometimes I can like that. So for this party, I wanted to feel the acid before I got there. I take half a tab and I start to feel it on my way to the metro station. I get onto the metro, it's gonna be about a 30 minute ride, and now I'm really starting to feel it. I'm feeling a little bit sick, but this excites me because I know that the shit is working. As I'm riding the train, I see some street art graffiti outside, and I see 911, and it kind of throws this 
panic button into my head. It's 911. And I start thinking, no, 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 you're okay. Stay calm. And then two minutes later, I see another 911. 30 seconds later, another 911. I couldn't believe it. It was hilarious. And it just sort of reminded me that in this moment when a substance is starting to influence your brain, you can fight it, but you're probably going to lose. And that's going to result in a bad experience. Whereas if you can trust it and surrender to it, this is where the good shit's at. This is a funny little moment where I became pretty conscious of that, and I really surrendered and was feeling proper from this acid. I get off the train, and I have about 10 minutes to walk to this party, and it's sort of in the middle of nowhere. And it's Sunday, so everything is shut down. And I'm walking around Leipzig, nobody's around. I'm just kind of thinking, what is going on? What am I doing here? But I wasn't panicked at all. I was quite enjoying the moment. It was just funny to me. It was a ghost town. And I'll never forget the moment when I first heard that sweet, sweet bass bumping in the distance. Put a huge smile on my face. And then with every step that I took closer to the party, I was hearing the music with more clarity and I was just getting fucking pumped up. It was amazing. So I get to the party, beautiful, beautiful vibes. Uh, huge sand dance floor. It's in the middle of the forest. Function one speakers. Ein music is playing. Some deep house, very melodic drops and builds. I'm loving it. I get right into my flow. And what I find at parties and in life is that when I'm flowing and in the moment and complete, I can smile and share that energy and the connections come to me. But when I'm seeking and I'm not complete and not present, I'm looking for something to complete me, it's a bit harder to make authentic connections. So I always go to these parties and try to focus on myself and get in the flow of the music first and let the rest take care of itself. Before I go any further, I want to remind everyone that I'm just sharing my perspectives with you guys. I'm not telling you the way that the world is. It's not black and white. This is just my experience and how I perceive things. So we're probably not going to agree on everything, and I think that's great. Having said that, in my experience, it's been a bit harder to make friends with strangers in Germany. When I was in Mexico, I was making friends with Germans left and right. It was incredible. I was super excited to come to Germany for this reason. And in my experience in Germany, it was quite difficult to to crack that initial shell. And whenever I did, boy, I mean, I made great friendships in Germany, but it took a little bit more work on my end. So at this party, I'm sharing some smiles, but there's not any really deep connections happening, and that's fine because the music is just so fucking good. So after a while, I share a smile with this guy. He's sitting there with what seems to be his girlfriend, and I sit down with them and talk to them for about 20 minutes about life, relationships, energy, and their experience of living in Leipzig. Really nice connection. It gave me a little bit more confidence in myself, which once again just shows me the power of community, at least in my life. And after a while, I decided to get up and go dance on my own again. So I'm dancing, and I just love to share energy with people when I'm dancing. It's not about making physical contact. It's about sharing the energy and inspiring each other with how we're moving to the music. Maybe somebody's hearing a different sound that I'm not really tuned into, 
And by the way they're moving their arms, now I hear that sound, and now I'm dancing that way. I love this shit. So I'm dancing, and this pretty energetic guy kind of comes up into my area, and I'm feeling it. I'm like, yeah, buddy, let's fucking dance. So we're dancing, we're dancing, I'm enjoying it. But I noticed he was soaking up my energy and then using it to seek the rest of the party. So for six seconds, he'd hold eye contact, a little smile, we're dancing, we're dancing. And then for 12 seconds, he would be looking in the crowd like he was hunting for a woman or a man. And he wasn't present with me. And it was starting to really piss me off. It's like, look, man, if you're not going to let go with me, then you have to let go of me. I naturally kind of get away from this guy. I call him the soak and seeker. So I got to get away from his vibes. And I do. And there's this other guy dancing really funny, just like over animated dance moves to the big bass sounds. Nothing too fast. Kind of a slow, lazy, smiling dancer. And I'm loving it. So I'm dancing with this guy, having a great time. We're smiling. We share a hug. And then he, le- he leaves to get a beer or something and he's gone. And I could feel his absence. I felt alone again. And I wasn't super upset, but I got to admit, I missed this guy. So I focus on getting back into the flow with myself and the music. And while I'm dancing, I notice this dude about 15, 20 meters away who is on fire. His footwork was just incredible. I just stared at his feet while I was dancing and it was cracking me up. It was making me smile so fucking hard. And whenever I find something that makes me smile until my face hurts, I absolutely lean into it. And I wanna talk about that. I love to smile, I love to feel good. So that's the first part of it. The other part is this understanding that my authentic smile is most likely having a seemingly positive influence on the people around me. I'm smiling, I'm smiling authentically, they see that, it's very warm, they start smiling, and I believe that this spreads around the party, aka around the world. The deeper, deeper part is kind of a karma aspect where I'm smiling at this guy dancing, my smile makes Jim smile now, and maybe 20 minutes from now, I get into my own head and I'm thinking too much and I'm not smiling and I see Jim just cracking up, smiling, still riding the wave from before and then that gets me back into the smile mode again. So I have this deep belief that it truly is all connected and sometimes it really comes around that directly. So whenever I can smile um, genuinely about something, I lean into it and let it flow. Now, I was focused on getting to meet Mr. Dancy Shoes. And I was like a little schoolboy. I developed such a crush on this dude. I wanted to dance with him. And I've been practicing how I approach people energetically for pretty much my whole life, but very consciously the past two years. And what I mean by that is I'm not going to run up to this dude in the middle of his flow and say, hey, come dance with me, brother. I like the way you dance. No, no, no. I want to naturally, gracefully make my way to the same area as him, flow even though my flow is inspired by him i think that's beautiful but do my own flow and in the right moment we'll make eye contact and most likely we're going to get along and continue to dance and inspire each other it's beautiful i love this so i'm gracefully making my way closer and closer to mr dancy shoes 
and there's cute German girls around looking at me smiling and dancing, and I don't give a shit. All I'm focused on is getting to Mr. Dance's shoes. <laughs> so in this process, I'm kind of laughing at my my thoughts and how much I have a crush on this dude's dancing moves. And I start thinking about how I'm going to write a blog post about this or I'm going to record a podcast about what's going on right now. I think it's hilarious. And in that moment, it kind of made me think about how life is this way and how life is this story and you get to write it. So I was excited about writing this story about Mr. Dancy Shoes, but I was only in chapter one. I was going to create the rest of the story, which is very interesting to me. Maybe I wasn't fully present. I was definitely thinking, but boy, it was interesting to me. So I'm getting closer and closer to Mr. Dancy Shoes, and now I'm in range. I can see him, but I don't, I want the first impression to be proper. I was really thinking about all of this. I don't want to go out of the way and wave at him. No, I want it to happen, quote unquote, naturally. So as I'm getting closer to him, there's one person in the way that's really cock blocking me. And who is it but Mr. Soak and Seek? He's back again. So this guy is standing next to Mr. Dancy Shoes and he's soaking up all of his energy and then he's looking around and seeking the party. Same exact thing he was doing to me. I couldn't believe it. Here I am so close to the final destination and the last boss that I have to beat is Mr. Soak and Seek. And he just wasn't budging. So I decided to take a longer path and maybe I could flank Mr. Dancy Shoes from the east. Let's try that. So I go around in this big curve and I start coming in from the other side and by the time I get closer to him, Oliver Koletsky is finishing his set. So now it kind of clears out a little bit and the new DJ is setting up. Mr. Dancy Shoes is standing there and I'm standing right next to him ready to dance and tear it up. I don't say anything to him. I want to dance and let it happen that way. The new DJ starts his set and he's bringing the fucking power. Boom, 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 boom. Warehouse techno shit. I'm like, holy shit, buckle up. This is going to be intense. So I get my kind of one, two, one, two, this back and forth stomp with my feet. And I'm ready for the melody to build so I can really get animated and dance around and throw my arms around and smile and do all that jazz. But it never happened. Oliver Koletsky was playing this techno, housey, melodic journey music. And the new DJ was just playing the straight punch. And I realized in this moment, man, I really like to dance fluidly to the music. I like to tell a story with my dance moves and become an actor and share that with everyone and be inspired by the people around me and potentially inspire them. But in this case, it was just boom, boom, boom. There was no melodic build and it kept me in that one, two march. I didn't really like it. And I looked at Mr. Dancy Shoes, who 20 minutes ago was tap dancing around the whole fucking party And he's also stuck in the one-two march. So it made me realize, okay, it's not just me that can't really dance to this music the way I'd like to. Mr. Dancy Shoes is going through it as well. And let me just say, there's different music for different people. Um, I don't expect everyone to like the music that I like, and I don't expect to like the music that other people like. So a lot of people were really enjoying this music, but that 
fluid dance party was just different. It was more of a stomp fest. So after about 16 minutes of waiting for the melody to come in, it doesn't. And I decide this isn't for me, so I'm going to step away. After all that, I don't even talk. I don't connect with Mr. Dancy Shoes. It just didn't happen naturally, so I let it be. I'm now doing laps around the party, kind of looking for what to do because I'm not liking the music. And there's, I don't know, I just feel kind of lost. So I decide to roll a joint and smoke it. One of my favorite ways to escape. And I figure, you know, I can roll this joint and find somebody to share it with, make some new friends, blah, blah, blah. I roll the joint, start smoking it, and the connection just aren't happening naturally and I'm not one to force it, so I accept that. And at this time, it's about eight o'clock at night. The party's ending at 10. And I decide, you know what? I've had a fucking great time. And right now I'm not flowing, I'm seeking. I can't get in tune with the music. I've had my full, I've had my fill. I'm going to leave the party. And going into this party, I thought there was no way I was gonna leave before it ended. But sure enough, let the moment be what it is, and I decided that it was time to leave. Beautiful decision. I was actually quite proud of myself. Rather than take the metro home, I decide to take the hour and 20 minute walk home during sunset. Such a beautiful time. And boy, I must have taken the perfect route home because the street art was just fucking speaking to me. So I was just in Berlin for three weeks, And there's so much street art there. It's amazing, but it's a little bit overwhelming. It can be overstimulating and distracting to me because there's so much to look at. And here in Leipzig, at least through my experience, it just felt more calculated. And this street I was walking on felt like a fucking museum hall of street art. And it was beautiful. I was loving it, loving it, loving it. The universe was giving me such a beautiful show while I'm still tripping. Also, I noticed, usually when I roam around cities by myself, a lot of times I'll have headphones in and I'm exploring new music or I'm listening to a podcast. And at the same time, I'm looking around. But what I realized was that your brain can only process so much at once. And when I'm listening to music and looking around, it's trying to do a lot of things at once. This day in Leipzig, I had no headphones and I was totally tuned in to the art that I was looking at. And it was a different experience. It really made me appreciate that your brain can only do so many things at once. And if you really want to appreciate and focus on something, turn the fucking music off and focus on the art. It's a great realization for me. I mean, I always knew this, but it hit me a little bit harder today. I continue walking and I walk through a park, which has a nice little lake. This is just perfect. I sit down, I roll a little joint, I'm sitting there smoking this joint. A huge bird flies across the lake and I just start smiling so hard, thanking the universe, so grateful. Everything is just working out perfectly. And in this great mood, I decided that I wanted to call a friend and talk to somebody. I was feeling so good. So I pick up the phone. I call a friend. They don't pick up. It's all good. Call a different friend. They don't pick up. Okay, whatever, time difference, whatever it is, doesn't matter. I call a third friend and they don't pick up. And in this moment, I was starting to feel a little bit lonely, actually. 
And I was thinking to myself, wow, I have all these friends in my life and all these beautiful people who would love to speak to me and I would love to speak to them. But now that I want it, they're not available. And that's okay, but it kind of made me realize that I'm selfish with when I select to devote energy to my friendships. I don't answer phone calls often. Some of you know that. I just don't like answering phone calls. But when it's convenient for me, I want to make a phone call and talk to you. So I realized in this moment that that's pretty selfish of me and that I can be doing more to devote some energy to my existing friendships even when it's not the perfect scenario for me when it's convenient and I'm sitting alone and now I want to talk to them. So it made me feel a little bit lonely and I really appreciated that moment because it taught me a lesson. Thank you, universe. There's not much more fire to this story, but it was such a beautiful day. I continue to walk home, and then out of nowhere, I wasn't looking for it. I was walking across a bridge, and the moon hit me. And in the moon, I feel a connection to my mother, who passed away in 2009. And I have such a beautiful connection with the moon, and this energy, and the reminder of my mom that I just sat there and I cried for two minutes. And it wasn't an intense cry, it was just a beautiful, beautiful cry. And what makes me cry about my mom many times isn't that I miss her, I do miss her, and sometimes I cry because I miss her. But the reason I cry is because it's a reminder to me of how precious this human experience and what we call life really is. It's temporary, it can be taken at any time, and in this moment I was just super grateful for everything happening this day, and I sat there and cried with a smile on my face. Couldn't have felt any better. Continue to walk home to my hostel. Um, At this point it's like 11 at night on a Sunday, everything's closed, I'm looking for a little corner store, a spady, so I can buy some snacks, I wanted some fucking chocolate, I just danced all day. I earned some candy, and nothing was open, so my final resort was to go to McDonald's, and I gotta tell you, it was fucking fantastic. It was fantastic, I can't lie about it. After that, I go to Leipzig, I mean, I go to my hostel, and I lay down, and I'm actually able to get some pretty good sleep, and it was just such a beautiful day, such a great experience in Leipzig. I was only there for a few days, but I really got a nice feel for the city, And I have every intention to return and go a little bit deeper there. So thank you, Leipzig, for that beautiful experience. Stilvor Talent, the party that was thrown, thank you guys so much for creating such a beautiful atmosphere. I really had a great time. And I just wanted to share this story. I thought it was kind of funny. And if there's anything in here that you relate to or you want to talk to me about some topics, please hit me up. I love to talk about this shit. And uh, that's sort of the reason why I'm sharing it. I have all these thoughts, and I'll be damned if I'm going to just take them to the grave with me. So it's time to start sharing more, unfiltered, uncut. Hopefully this fucking recording will process in my app, and I can share it online with you guys. If not, I'll just have to do it again. I love you. Be good.